This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, February 20th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. Much of the opposition to increases in legal immigration comes from people who don't understand much of the basic economics involved, like division of labor and the wealth that comes from so-called job-destroying trade. Alex Narasta, a policy analyst at the Cato Institute, clears up some of the confusion. The claim is they took our jobs. And it is a frequent claim, and it is a claim that is, I think, predominantly made by Republicans about immigrants. Representative Lamar Smith makes this claim most frequently, as well as Chris Kobach, the Secretary of State for the state of Kansas. Uh, He basically says, if you want to create a job for an American today, deport an illegal immigrant. It's a pretty ludicrous claim, something that only uh, people who are ignorant of economics tend to make. The idea is that there's a fixed pie in society a fixed amount of work, and there's only so much to be done at any given time. So if an immigrant is employed, well, clearly he took a job from an American. Or in the same argument goes, well, if Caleb is rich, well, clearly he got rich off the back of somebody else and somebody else is poor because of it. Both of those claims are false. Uh, No economist believes them. Nobody who seriously studies or understands economics has any faith in those claims. All right. Just for those who are surprised by what you're saying, then... How do we get from that belief to understanding that on net, these people are not taking away, that they are in fact contributing? Having more people around, immigrants especially, means that you can do more things. There are more jobs that can be done as opposed to having to pick and choose. Having more immigrants who work in computer engineering means that there are more opportunities for Americans to work as supply manufacturers for those engineers, as assistants, as accountants, uh, up and down the lines of production. It also works for lower-skilled immigrants. If there's more people in the fields who are picking food, that means more Americans have to drive trucks to transport that food, have to make fertilizer to fertilize the fields, have to make pesticides, have to spray pesticides, have to stock and work in grocery stores, et cetera, et cetera, up and down the line. Just because your neighbor is employed doesn't mean that your chance of being employed is less. And just because an immigrant is here doing a job doesn't mean that your chance of working is less. And it's worth pointing out that jobs are destroyed in the United States all the time. Most of that is not caused by uh, jobs being shipped overseas to low-wage labor in other countries. And it's also uh, not because of immigration. Very few of them are destroyed because of that. I mean, to give you an example, in 1948, there were only 60 million jobs in the United States. Now, there's 150 million jobs in the United States. Clearly, having people here creating jobs uh, increases the amount of opportunities over time. I mean, one of the biggest killers of jobs is technology. Most Americans used to work in agriculture. In the early 19th century, about 90% of us worked in agriculture. Now it's about 2% of us work in agriculture. We've destroyed an enormous amount of agricultural jobs, but we're wealthier as a result. Having, um, you know, uh, there are many more jobs that take their place in more advanced industries. And what having more immigrants does is it allows us to specialize even further in different industries that we're good at. It allows immigrants to work in low-skilled and high-skilled areas and allows Americans to concentrate and specialize in the middle. Okay, so uh, this is part of the reason why in the work that you've done uh, so far for the Cato Institute on Immigration, you focus a lot on low-skilled immigrants. Now, I think even Republicans, people who may oppose immigration, will sort of uh, give a pass to high-skilled immigrants saying, yes, 
clearly we need these people to come and do these jobs that we don't simply don't have very many Americans trained up to do. But they will say, no, 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 no. On the low, low, low skill end of the spectrum, we don't need those particular immigrants. So, what do you say? What do you say to them with, uh, in relation to this fallacy that you've laid out? They're half right to say that technology is a much, it's a, it's a growing sector of the economy and it's an important sector of economy. But you can't ignore things like agriculture, restaurants, manufacturing, retail, these other areas that use a lot of immigrants and their production, um, just because an industry is an older one or just because it's not as advanced as making new computer chips doesn't mean that it's not a productive one. I mean, if, if a worker if a worker produces a dollar of value, it doesn't matter if that dollar of value was in computer chips or whether it's from picking oranges. And what more immigration allows is more workers to come in here and do these jobs. That It's not that Americans won't do them. It's that these jobs won't exist if there aren't immigrants who are willing and able to do them in the United States. Now, uh, it, you, you talk about that, and it's not like entrepreneurs aren't constantly trying to destroy jobs. That's a constant process of trying to do more with less. And to the extent that entrepreneurs have been unable to destroy that job through innovation or some other process – they need people to do them. Yeah, jobs are a cost of production. If we could have all the stuff that we want, all the services that we currently get without employing anybody, we'd be a lot better off. And that means that the rest of us could do other things with our time. You know, we only have 24 hours a day to work. We only have so much time in our lives to do that. If we could get everything we have for free now and concentrate all of our effort on other things, on making other goods and services in addition to that, then we'd be wealthier. It's sort of like having millions of more people around to do millions of more jobs for the rest of us. Sort of like immigration. It's curious how that works. Alex Narasta is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.